Philly Wrestling. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Kevin McGuigan, and I'll be your host. We are at episode eight. In this episode, I talk with senior level athlete David McFadden. David is a recent graduate of Virginia Tech, where he was a four-time All-American. He was also a two-time ACC champion for the Hokies. Originally from New Jersey, he was a two-time state champion and a four-time place winner at DePaul High School. He's a Fargo Junior National Finalist, a 2018 U23 World Team member, and the 2020 U23 National Champion. David lives in Philadelphia now while training and competing for the Pennsylvania Regional Training Center and Coach Brandon Slay. Welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you coming out. Thanks for having me. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Uh, Yeah, recovering right now. I'm a little off day, so just uh, was playing uh, playing some video games with uh, Ethan Lezak. Got my lift in this morning, and then um, we just been playing video games so we did we did pretty well today so and and the night's still young so yeah that's cool man (laughs) hey big big stuff happening right now with the prtc see we got um mark mark's your roommate right mark hall's your roommate yeah yeah so he's making his uh coaching debut yeah i guess so yeah he's uh he's going out uh going out helping the uh penn and drexel guys uh out at u23s uh you know just it's awesome for him. He wanted to, uh, you know, I think he's going to be a great coach one day if that's where his his path leads him to. Uh, obviously, his his wrestling uh, accolades speak for himself. But you know, just how he is in the room with the guys, and you know, I've I've learned so much from him. Obviously, being in that Penn State room for for four four or five years, however long he was there, um, you know, he's got a he's got a wealth of knowledge, and you know, we kind of all uh all brush off on that and learning new stuff and keeping wrestling fun so yeah he's making his uh his coaching debut out there and you know hopefully uh the prtc will be able to you know get a get a bunch of guys on the world team big stuff oh yeah exciting stuff and yeah he certainly brings a lot to the table for sure and then your longtime buddy joey mckenna yeah competing this weekend pan am championships man what do you think yeah, I know. I'm super, I'm super happy uh, for him. Proud of him. Uh, we were talking the other day. I mean, we talk pretty much every day and, you know, the amount of states and countries that we've been to <laughs> within the past, like year is pretty crazy. It's, we're pretty, we're pretty blessed and fortunate that we get to do this uh, as our career. And, uh, you know, he's actually going to Poland after uh, Pan Ams, you know, he, he's, he's a grinder, you know, he, he, he lives life on the road and embraces it fully. And, uh, you know, I'm super proud of him. He's been, uh, you know, I used to look up to him, you know, when I was younger, I still look up to him. I'm a little taller than him now though. I think <laughs> I've always been uh, taller than him, but he's a couple know, years he, older than you though, right? Yeah. He's, he's, he's been, he's been a, a role model in my life and, uh, you know, we've just, we've been super close ever since we've been young. So just to kind of be on the same team now is, is just awesome. Uh, you know, we've always been training together, but we've never been on the same team, you know, in the same club, he was always on the older, older teams, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of like everything came full circle. So he's competing at Pan Am's coming back. You know, I dropped him off at the airport about two weeks ago and I was just like, 
I'll see you when I see you, man. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, um, and I'm, you know, usually we'd be going on these trips together, which, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, we're usually, you know, I was, I was looking forward to, to going out, you know, but obviously I got a little, I got a little injured. Um, so I'm just kind of recovering right now and, and stuff and, and doing, you know, making sure my body gets healthy that I'm ready to go in uh in september so you know i'm i'm super super proud of him super happy for him it's a big opportunity to to represent team usa at the pan am championships and you know go overseas to poland and that's kind of a testament to to him and his 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 hustle and and effort and hard work and work ethic so i'll tell you what it says a lot about you too you know that you're you're equally as excited for him and you know and for mark and you know his debut you know, yeah. you're, you're a good team player, man. Yeah. I'm going to be, uh, I'm already planning my, uh, adjusting my sleep schedule when Joey gets out the pole and, uh, you know, I gotta, gotta wake up at, uh, like three or four in the morning to watch him. So right. might, uh, might have to get a little uncomfortable there for a few days and running yeah. on, uh, running on zero, but no, I, I mean, I'm really excited for him and, you know, I'm, I'm happy that he he's having these opportunities because, you know, he deserves it. And he's kind of like the leader in our room, uh, right. obviously other than, than the coaching staff, but you know, he's, he's, he's a, a leader. And it's like a player coach almost, right? A little bit, you know, Joey, yeah. he's just, he's just, you know, he's, he's been, he's just had so many accomplishments and just kind of how he lives his life. And, you know, he's someone that we all look up to. And when he speaks, we listen kind of like, you know, it's, it's cool. Like right now, like when we all speak, we all listen to each other, we all give feedback. And I think that's what makes this group pretty special is we're all just constant. We all come from different programs, different backgrounds, different coaching styles. So we're just constantly bouncing uh, information off of each other. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I I tell you what, you know, you talk about, you know, how happy and excited you are for, you know, doing something you love as, mm-hmm. as a career, you know, you're, you're a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was, I was working out this afternoon and I started thinking about, you know, what you guys are doing and, you know, I'm, I'm, I grew up in Philadelphia, you know, big Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, you know, all the sports teams. Right. But I'm thinking about you guys now. I mean, you're, you're our sports team. You're, you're my sports team. You're, you're our professional athletes now, you know, in a sport that I, you know, grew up in and love. And it's, it's just awesome to get to see, you know, this team coming together, it's building, you know, and you and I, we met, I guess we met right before summit one. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, you know, I knew about you. I mean, you're, you're a very accomplished athlete and, you know, so a lot of people know about you. I knew your history, uh, I don't know your beginning history and we'll get into that in a minute, but um, it's been a pleasure since that time, you know, beginning with summit, getting to know you. Um, and I just want to throw one thing out there when, when you were away at last chance, you know, and then, you know, you didn't make it to the trials, but, you know, um, in that week I was, I was planning to go to last chance mm-hmm. and I was planning to go to trials, but I got sick mm-hmm. and you sent me a text. Now you, you barely know me. But you sent me a text and said, hey, you know, Kevin, how you doing? I hope you're doing okay. And, you know, that means a lot to me. You know, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I mean, I appreciate what you guys are doing. I appreciate, you know, you guys putting in the effort, making things exciting here in Philadelphia, you know, with, with professional sports. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the fifth professional sport year. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> so um, you're beginning. Sorry, you're from uh, North Jersey. North right? Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. 
Let's, Jersey, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's um tell me how it all began. How old were you when you first started wrestling? I think when I first started wrestling, I was like six years old wrestling in my living room with my dad. And my brother was probably at that time around three or four. Um, so I would, uh, we would just like, we, we did more like WWE kind of jumping off the couch on, on each other. And then like, we, uh, would wrestle on the carpet. Uh, you know, we just, it it was, it was weird because my, uh, my town program, you know, and I was really young. So this is all coming from my dad. This isn't like firsthand information. I, I don't remember a lot from, from when I was six, but, uh, I remember him. Uh, I just, I wanted to wrestle. I wanted to get involved and, uh, I, the, the town program, they wouldn't let you start wrestling until you were eight years old. And I was really hungry to wrestle at six. So, uh, I just, I trained and I trained and the first club I ever went to, it's kind of funny. It was called wrestling plus. Um, and the coach there was actually my high school coach, like later on down the road. Um, so I would come in there and, you know, that's where I met Joey, right. When I was six, he was eight. And he would beat the beat the tar out of me. I couldn't score a point. I would leave some practices crying and stuff. And <laughs> I was just, but I always, my goal, right? My goal on him was to just take him down. I just, I, I had to get one takedown. And I don't think I ever got it to be completely honest with you, but uh, a lot of kids at that age, right? Yeah, like I was upset, but I, I, I still wanted more. Like it wasn't like, I was like, I hate this. Like I'm done. I'm quitting. Like I'm getting my butt kicked, but <laughs> I wanted, I wanted, I wanted more. I, I wanted to score on Joey McKenna. And uh, that's kind of where that was my your life goal at the time. That was right? My life goal. That's all I knew. It was <laughs> like, I, he would come in every, every Sunday to wrestling plus my, my coach, Keith Carson, who was my high school coach. And every, every practice I'd grab him, you know, I'd grab him and, I just, you know, I try, I try so hard. And I remember one time, this is like one of my, this is the one practice he left me crying. We, we did a, a like a, a one go. It was like a, like a short go, like three minutes or something. And he tech followed me 15 to nothing. And okay. I was just like, wow, <laughs> this kid's really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's funny. That, that's kind of where I started. And then like, but that's how I got good or, or, you know, that's how I kept getting better is I just, I kept challenging myself at a young age and it's something I look back on rather than like putting my head down. I, I wanted to keep kind of, kind of just, just getting back in it. And I always tried to follow like guys like Joey McKenna, wherever he went, I was trying to go. I was kind of like a copycat, but, um, right. you know, that, that's how, that's how I got to, to where I am. I always tried to put myself, you know, surround myself with the, with the best people. And, uh, you know, then I started getting better, getting on all these, you know, national teams at, at the young age. And my dad was really good about it. Um, he, he, we didn't travel that much. We, we did, we picked four tournaments a year, you know, all within driving distance, you know, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, right. They got the best wrestling in the country. So there wasn't really a need to, to kind of travel that much. I, I would, I would get, I would get those, uh, those matches, you know, just, and, you know, I just trained, I trained in one of my uh, training partners, like as I met him, uh, he's, you know, one of my best friends, Jordan Cutler, he wrestled for Lehigh from fourth to eighth grade, his dad, Kevin Cutler, he wrestled at Ohio state. We would train five times a week in his basement, just drilling, no live, just drills, drills, drills. We'd go live sometimes, but we just got so sharp in our skills at a young age. And, you know, I would drive up there or I wasn't driving, but my dad would drive me up 
um, every, every day to, to wrestle with Jordan five times a week. And we met on a, uh, on the team, New Jersey, when we were in fourth grade and my dad was like, I just love the way this kid wrestles. And, uh, he found out his dad, you know, wrestled at Ohio state and, uh, realized that we don't live very far from each other. So he like reached out to him and, uh, you know, Jordan needed a, a training partner and literally almost every day we would train, uh, you know, train together. And then as we got older, we started going into the Blair room and, you know, coach Buxton obviously is, you know, one of the biggest Legendary. mentors. Yeah. yeah. One of the biggest mentors in my life. You know, I wouldn't be, be, be where I am without him, without, you know, Mr. Cutler, Kevin Cutler, you know, Keith Carson, you know, list goes on and on, but those are kind of three names from kind of growing up and progressing the, to where I am that, that stick out to me. So your coaches, your father, you know, they, 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 they took care of you. They, you know, they saw something in you. Um, you, you worked your butt off. You wanted mm -hmm. to be around people that were, you know, more accomplished than you and, and it's paid off. Yeah. Sure. I, I never, I never wanted to be the best guy in the room. Right. That was something my dad always said. So when I started beating everyone in the room, we found, you know, we new room went, went to Blair, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to the Blair room as a seventh grader, super intimidated around the best guys in the country. And, you know, it's me and Jordan wrestling each other in the corner and, you know, Buxton just pretty much took us under his wing. And that's something that I'm uh, forever grateful for him for is, you know, like we were, we weren't, I, I didn't even go to Blair and, you know, Jordan at that time didn't know if he was going to Blair. We just kind of were in unfamiliar territory, kind of intimidated at a, at a young age. And, you know, Buxton's calling out all these moves with like secret codes to him. I'm like, looking and i'm like i'm afraid i'm gonna get yelled at because i'm not wrestling but i'm just trying to watch these guys what they're hitting so i can hit it and uh yeah he just you know he went up to us and he was just like just watch these guys hit what they hit and um just kind of took us under his wing and you know that's you know I'm, I'm very grateful for the relationship that me and coach buck still have to this day and we'll always have that relationship yeah that says a lot about him you know, he's a, he's a legend in the sport. There's no doubt about that, but that says a lot about him that you weren't even one of his athletes and he was taking the time to work with you, you know, and you, you, that sticks with you. I mean, look, you remember it to this day and that's what, you know, 10 years ago, right? <laughs> maybe, so, maybe even longer, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you, you went to DePaul high school. Yep. Right? DePaul. A very successful high school career. Mm -hmm. And what took you to Virginia Tech? Well, well, hold was, on. Let, let's 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 give credit where credit's due. I mean, you're two-time state champion, New Jersey state champion, right? Four-time placer. Yeah. You know, that's a huge, huge accomplishment there. Yeah. And that was the craziest thing is I was a two-time or I was at that time when I was being recruited, I wasn't being super heavily recruited. It wasn't until after Fargo I made the finals uh that I kind of started you know, my stock, I guess, quote, quote, unquote, like kind of started rising, uh, you know, cause I had one New Jersey state title and, um, you know, it was just like, I just wasn't being heavily recruited. So I just, I worked, I worked really hard that summer and, uh, you know, I knew that it would, it would eventually pay off and I ended up making the, the national finals of Fargo and then kind of the letters started kind of flying off the list and that's Virginia tech, you know, that's when they started uh, recruiting me, uh, coach dresser and coach Roby uh, mm -hmm. was right after my Fargo finals. And, you know, I was, 
kind of narrowed down the a couple schools at that point. And, you know, they kind of came on a little late, but, uh, you know, Coach Buxton, I, you know, he was kind of my mentor. And obviously he wasn't making decisions for me, but he was, you know, leading me in, in the right direction. Like he just basically told me, like, he's like, listen, he's like, I think it's worth the visit. He's like, look at what they're doing right now. Like Coach Jester and Coach Roby literally built that team from the ground up. I think when they took the program over, we were ranked last in the NCAA out of like 72 teams. Like they did, had zero points at NCAAs. And then my first year there, um, you know, we win a team trophy. So that was 10 years, 10, 12 years in the making. Uh, and that's just staying persistent. Um, so, yeah, it was after Fargo. I, uh, let, me, I started- let me ask you a question about that. So, you know, cause you know, you hear this a lot about uh, summer wrestling versus you know hey let's just take a break in the summer mm-hmm. why i mean you were a state champion and you weren't getting a lot of looks mm-hmm. why do you think coaches want athletes that have that fargo or that summer wrestling experience i think i think it's saying that you can you know stay sharp all year round and you know i i would uh, after right fargo's in july right and the states right. are in march so that's I mean, I gotta go count the numbers, but that that's that's a good uh, couple months, yeah. Yeah, a couple months, right? So I my dad would make sure after every you know state tournament, right? I would always take two weeks off, doing nothing, go hang out with my friends, go you know go go do whatever I want, play video games, you know, and um you know I would I would start getting the itch, you know, and uh, you know I had time to to train to train for Fargo and. Um, I just, I think that that's, uh, you know, now it's different though. Back then you win Fargo, you were, you know, or, or, or place at Fargo, you know, you're on everyone's radar. Now it's kind of transitioning to, to the age level, uh, world, world stuff. So that right. it's pretty cool to see though. You know, you're, you're, I don't know, 12, 13 years old, getting to go overseas and compete for a world championship. That's, that's pretty neat. That was unheard um, of at your, when you were at that age. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it was just kind of starting. Like people were still going to Fargo. Like I think Mark, Mark won Fargo and a cadet world championship in the same year. I know Mason Manville who beat me that year, literally won a cadet world championship, then uh, came, came to Fargo. So there were, you know, a couple guys that could do it. Um, but yeah, no, Fargo was always right. The, the, the granddaddy of them all. Right. Is that what they called it? Or yeah, maybe that yeah, was, you're right. You're right. Maybe that was Virginia duels. I, I don't know, but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was just super challenging tournament, right? Like New Jersey state title is great and all, but you know, when you can beat you know, state champs from other States and, you know, put back, put together those matches back to back in a row, you know, that's when, you know, coaches are like, okay, you know, you're on our radar now. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. So you go to Virginia tech. Um, mm-hmm. you, you did pretty well there. Yeah, I did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, three time all American plus I'm calling you four time all American NWCA gave you that award this year. Correct. Yes. Um, un- unfortunately, you know, we didn't get to finish that last year. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I know it was probably pretty hard. Yeah. Um, are you asking like in terms of the whole season or just like the, like if I consider being able to go to NCAA, yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, you know, I tell everyone this, so I, I started struggling a lot towards the end of the year. The, the weight cut was kind of taking over my life and, 
my, uh, my mindset that week leading up was I told my coach, I was like, we're like going over some stuff and I'm struggling with weight. Like, you know, my body's just, you know, kind of beaten up, broken down. I, I was, I was holding a lot of weight all year. And I just told him, I was like, my biggest concern is I don't know if I'm, how I'm going to make weight three days in a row. Like that was my mindset. And that's obviously the victim mindset. And that's just all I could think about. I like was just, I mean, I was fatigued. I was my body just, it wasn't, it wasn't how I was wrestling in the beginning of the year. Like, um, but I was willing to risk it to risk it all, you know, that right. year, uh, go down a weight class where I thought I had the best, best chance to win a national title. And, um, you know, right. Anything could happen in March, but I was, I was probably far. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty realistic with myself and I know what I'm capable of, but I would say in March, it, it came from trying to win a national championship to almost, man, I, I kind of hope I, I, I reached the podium again. And, uh, you know, that's obviously not the mindset to have. And I, I tell people that I'm honest with myself. I wasn't myself at the end of the year. I wasn't enjoying wrestling. It was just about making weight and making weight. And it was sucking the life and the fun out of me. So when NCAAs hit, like, don't get me wrong. I was devastated. Right. I'm like, I, I knew we weren't getting the year back right then and there, but part of me almost thought, almost felt like a weight off my shoulders. I was like, wow. Like, and this is a week before, like, right. I still had to go through the whole weekend and the next week of just keeping my weight down. So I was just, I was literally counting the hours and days down in my head. And I just, had and all you're wrong. thinking about is making weight, not even about no making weight and just maybe making hoping, a podium. Yeah. Yes. Hoping something good happens. Right. And that's not, not what you want to do in wrestling. And, um, you know, it was, I, you know, I was doing, I was doing everything right. Or, you know, I thought I was, you know, I, my diet, my calories, this and that, it just, it got after making weight every single weekend and the grind of the college season, I had nothing, nothing left, nothing left in me. Well, sometimes, you know, your body, you know, has a, a second growth spurt, you know? Yeah. And I think maybe, my body yeah. was just screaming for help. <laughs> yeah. Let me out. Let me out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So well, I mean, a kind of a bittersweet ending there, right? And, you know, you get through that and then you decide you want to compete internationally. Mm -hmm. So what's that process like? Like, how did you decide where you were going to go? What, what, you know, was it similar to your recruiting process out of high school or was it a little bit different where you were doing the job it was it was kind of, it was definitely different. And I will say that was one of the silver linings is, you know, I, I got contacted about coaching and had the NCAAs happened and whether it went my way or didn't, I don't know if I would be, you know, like, I don't know where my love would have been for wrestling at that point. Cause I was in a dark place and I've talked about this, you know, on, you know, interviews and stuff where I was at when coach Slay was recruiting me. Uh, I like, I didn't even know if I wanted to wrestle. Right. I was like, I didn't even know if I was going to have a job, right? COVID was, was like shutting everything down. down. And I was obviously going through a rough time just with NCAs being canceled. Like, you know, I was just like, you know, everyone was dealing with the same stuff. You're kind of, you know, feeling, feeling sorry for yourself, but I just, I really didn't know 
what I wanted to do. And I just kept like kind of prolonging stuff. And obviously it was after season. I just wasn't in the right headspace. And I just say, you know, took, I just, I needed time and I, and I took some time and, you know, me and coach Raina were in contact and, you know, he, he asked me about, you know, coaching and, you know, I started to really think about it. And I was just like, you know, I was like, I still, you know, part of me still thinks I, I'm all right at this wrestling gig. And I, I want to, uh, you know, I, I want to prove, I, I don't want to say I wanted to prove to myself, but I was just like, things didn't go the way I had planned. And, you know, everyone kind of, you know, after the bumps I had last year, right. Like I was ranked, I was ranked whatever second or third in the country for most of the year and then started kind of tailing off towards the end of the season. Um, and I was just, you know, everyone, you know, you know how social media is like oh, yeah. nowadays, right. You know, I'm getting like all these messages. I'm like, you know, outside noise don't really concern me, but um, I, I, I still thought I was like, I still think I have what it takes, you know, like I, I took a month off. I took, I took about three months off after the season last year. And, you know, I just really needed to think about like what I wanted to do, where my heart was, what path I wanted to lead. And, uh, you know, I, I told coach rain, I was, you know, so thankful that, you know, he, he thought, um, you know, he thought of me, uh, uh, to be, to, to coach, uh, to coach, uh, with him alongside him. But I just told him, I was like, my heart still, I still truly believe that, that I can, you know, be in the best, be the best in the world one day. And, uh, I told him I'd be interested in joining, you know, their RTC. Like I would be interested in having a opening up that conversation. Cause obviously you have an Olympic gold medalist that's going to lead you. And, you know, if anyone knows coach Slay, right. No one will ever say a bad word. I've never heard anything bad. Like I know the type of man he is obviously right. now, but I had heard that. And, you know, I, it was like, he called me the next day. And uh, obviously Joey was there and he had a big impact in, you know, helping me and guiding me along that. Had you, uh, talk, had you talked to Joey previous to that or you got a little bit of insight, you know? Yeah, Joey, I agree. Nobody ever yeah. says a, ne a negative thing about Coach Slay. He's complete. He's awesome. So yeah. Coach Raina. So Joey, Joey, yeah, Raina. Joey had reached out to me actually and was like, I, I think this would be a great fit for you here, whether you're a coach, an athlete, this or that. And um, you know, he, he just, you know, obviously we talked about coach Slay and, uh, you know, he's, you know, coach Slay, obviously his, his accomplishments speak for himself, but the man he is, uh, you know, that was someone I wanted to be around. Um, and he, I called coach or I called coach Raina and I, I, I thanked him, you know, I was super appreciative of it, but you know, I said, I still wanted to compete. And the next day coach Slay called me and, uh, we jumped on a zoom and he told me a little about the PRTC and, and the program. And, uh, um, I was just like, wow. And then like, you know, we just kept staying in contact and then he, uh, you know, gave me, you know, gave me the opportunity to, to come join them. And it was, you know, one of the easiest decisions that, you know, I, I made in my life. I just, I knew, right. I had other offers from, from other places, but I just knew where my heart wanted to be. And I knew, I knew where I want, where I was going to be successful, you know, and outside of wrestling have out like success outside of wrestling, you know, within the community. And um, I just knew that this was the perfect place. And obviously location, I was away, away uh, from home for five years. You know, I didn't even get to go home on uh, Christmas last year because I would have ate all my mom's food and that wouldn't have been <laughs> yeah, that would have been 
worse. Yeah. So yeah, being close to home and obviously being around these guys and what coach Slay when we were on, on a zoom call, you know, talking about the PRTC, what, what they were building or, and establishing and just his vision. And I was just, I was blown away. I'm like, like, wow. Like this, this seemed like I knew, I knew the right fit. You know, I, I just, I knew where I wanted to go and I had, you know, drove down in the heart, like drove down. I, I said, like, you know, he gave me, you know, my offer on the table and right. I drove down to Philly the next day, hung out with Joe. We rode around the city. He showed me the city. Right. Cause I wanted to, to, you know, be happy where I lived. I never lived. Yeah, get to city. know the place a little bit. Yeah. Blacksburg's yeah. about as, as least of a city as possible. It's about <laughs> as cozy as it gets. So we rode bikes around the city and, uh, on, on, uh, my way home, uh, or as soon as I got home, I, I signed, I signed the piece of paper or the contract. And I, uh, I texted coach say, I was like, Hey, can we, uh, can we jump on a call later? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I signed, I signed the paper and I still had like the deadline that they gave me. I had a couple of days, but I'm like, right. this is where my heart is. And you know, this is where I want to go. And, and this is where I need, I need to be. And I'm very, I'm very fortunate. And now you're a Philadelphian. Yeah, I'm still, I listen, I'm still a New York. I'm still, I'm still a Jets and Yankees fan. Man. Oh man. Oh, I know. I know. I just, yeah. Can't be saying that around here though. Yeah. Nah, that's great. So, um, so you've settled in, right? You've been, how long has it been? Hasn't even been a year, a little more than no, a year now, right? No, I moved in, uh, the first week of September. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah it hasn't even been a full year. Great. So are you getting to see the city a little bit more? I'm starting to figure it out. I know it's like a grid. I just, I have trouble knowing if it's North, South, West, East or West. I'm like, all right, temples that way, pens this way. Like if I come from my apartment, I know how to get like, I know the grid, but if I don't, if I just like, if you just like spun me around three times, dropped me in the city and told me to point North, I, I couldn't tell you the direction. I'm Uh, starting to navigate and, and figure, figure my way well, you, you're using a typical uh, measure is that, you know, yeah, that there's temples up that way and, and here's pen, everything kind of goes around that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that's too funny. So you talk about, you know, becoming part of the PRTC and, you know, and how much, you know, uh, coach Slay means to you as a mentor and being around Joey and Mark and the rest of the teammates, what else about the PRTC? Um, and you, you kind of touched on a little bit about community. Mm-hmm what, what are you seeing? What do you, what do you expand on that a little bit? If you don't mind, I think the engagement for us, like, right. We're, we're, we're partnered with, with beat the streets and uh, you know, wrestlers and business network. And we also have two programs that connect uh, the PRTC, which is pretty unique. Uh, and I think that's awesome, right? You have two, two very good D division one programs separated by a street. And instead of having an ego and, you know, all right, we're going to, you know, just, just keep it, you know, whether it's with Penn or Drexel, you know, where they coach Rain and coach Asvedo and coach Slay, you know, they, they kind of united it. And it's, it's awesome for training, right? I have more workout partners, right, you know, yeah. more, more networks, you know, these guys, right. That, you know, they're going to two of the most prestigious schools in the country. Like my goal right now is, you know, to help them accomplish their wrestling goals and anything else they need. And, you know, they're good. They're all going to, they're all going to be very well off in life. And that's, you know, that's the, where the leadership starts with the coaches is they're, you know, they're going to, you know, 
University of Pennsylvania and Drexel, I mean, you know, they graduate with a degree from there. They're going to, they're going to make it pretty far in life. So that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. When I, when I think about it, uh, I'm a, I'm not the, I'm not super book smart, but you know, I guess I would say I'm a little, uh, I'm a little wrestling smart. So, right. Like that's my, right. Yeah, just, I'm a, here. just a little bit. Come just on. You went to Virginia bit. tech for one thing. I mean, that's a tough school. Yeah, Virginia no, tech, no. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not, not <laughs> I, I got my diploma. I, I was very, yeah. I was very proud of that. It's hanging, hanging front and center in my wall on my wall. Nice. Um, are you but, going yeah. to school anymore? Are you doing any more schooling or uh, not, yet. Done. I, You're done. Not, uh, not yet. I don't know. I, I, uh, it's it's been nice not having to uh to take a little break do, do homework so i i don't know if I, i'd go back to school if the opportunity presented itself and it worked out but i wouldn't i don't know i'm i'm pretty happy where i'm at and you know i'm a college graduate which i hold pretty high and obviously graduating from virginia tech it's it's a great 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 school so you know and that's something wrestling took me to without wrestling i wouldn't have been able to probably get a degree from virginia tech so special special yeah. sport absolutely so talking about beat the streets um let's let's uh let's back up a little bit so we first met at summit right mm-hmm. and what you did extremely well at that in that evening all right yeah oh, thank you. yeah <laughs> and uh and joey was the announcer that evening mm-hmm. right and uh with uh brian hazard who I, I actually coached Brian when he was at in college. Nice. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. So at the end of the night, he's, he, he says this, these words, which are stick with us to this day. Hey, this is Philly wrestling, right? Yeah. And that was kind of right after you had won. Mm-hmm. And then Justin Hawk had taken pictures that evening. And some of those pictures have been out on social media. One is, mm-hmm. you know, the, picture of you with blood running down your face right yeah hey he's the best he's the best he captures the moment I'll give he really credit. does he's phenomenal Good. unbelievable yeah. yeah and it's funny because when he was at on sitting Matt's side he and i were having a conversation and he's taking these like world-class pictures yeah. as he's talking to me i mean that's talent that guy's got talent yes so anyway um so I was talking to coach Slay and I think I was talking to you guys right through Twitter and we said, Hey, let's, let's make a shirt with your picture on it. And that's saying, mm-hmm. so one thing led to another, we got the shirts made. Right. And I, you know, I wanted to sell these shirts to help you guys raise some money because, you know, wrestlers aren't making a lot of money. Let's be honest, right? You're making you're you're making a living, but you're not making you know as much as a professional football player. So right, let, let's help these guys out. So I thought that's the direction we were going. You turned it around. Can you explain to me what happened there and why you did that? Yeah, you know, I I just thought that the money could be used used for a uh, for a better purpose. Uh, you know, I have I have a steady a steady salary. I'm very happy with with what I make and uh right it's not like a professional basketball or a football player, right? But this is the first time in my life that I've, you know, had a steady salary like that. So I feel I feel rich, right? I feel rich. <laughs> you got a job. <laughs> I have a job. I live I live in a beautiful place. Uh you know, I'm super super fortunate that uh you know, to be in the position that I am and uh 
you know, I just thought, you know, one thing is, you know, I didn't, I didn't meet me and Joey. We, we were, we didn't want to, I guess so much. We didn't want the money for, for, for ourselves. It wasn't our idea. It wasn't, it wasn't, we didn't propose this idea like, Oh, we're going to sell these shirts to help us, you know, travel overseas. Um, so we just thought it would be, um, you know, a good idea to, to all the proceeds, uh, go, go to beat the streets. And, you know, I, what, what they're doing, their leadership on, uh, on their, on their staff is, is, is amazing. And what they're doing for those kids. And I had the opportunity to, you know, teach a camp there with, uh, Mark and Ethan Lezak. And it was, it was one of the most, like, just for me as a, as a coach, I guess, right. I'm, I'm running, running a, a clinic, Right. Just, just to see how passionate those kids were and, you know, how grateful they were and just how, just, you know, how happy they were like that. That's, that's the ultimate goal. And that's what brings me so much joy about this sport is they were so, so in tuned. They were just really great to get to know them. And, um, you know, it was just, it, that was, you know, that was probably, probably my favorite clinic I've ever done. It was so smooth. The, kids were it's very easy when you have kids engaged right and every single every single kid was engaged and um you know they were asking questions about wrestling you could just tell their their hearts were were so full uh, uh with joy and and just they wanted to learn more about wrestling so i'm i'm super i'm super happy that that we made that we like decided to donate the money there. And, you know, that was a choice right from the start. And that was before we even did the clinic. And then me and Joey thought it'd be a good idea to uh, match the proceeds. So I think it was $500. So me and Joey are going to match that $250 each. Uh, so a thousand dollars total and donate that to uh, beat the streets, um, you know, help, you know, maybe get, a few kids new equipment or, or pay for a trip for, for them. Uh, you know, I think, you know, there's, there's some big tournaments coming up. So, um, you know, that's not to pat ourselves on the back. That's just, you know, just, just, you know, just to kind of give back and, right. and with what we can. Well, you know, you were talking earlier about, you know, your growth, you know, from day one and, and your club coaches and your, your high school coaches and coach Buxton and, and your father and all these people that had helped you in your process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're at the point in your life where uh, you, maybe, you know, you still have goals, right. But you feel like you've made it pretty good for now. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have an opportunity to give back, which is huge, you know, mm -hmm. and that says a lot about you as a person and, Thank you. and that, that thousand dollars, you know, I, I know for, for sure, you know, because I, you know, I was recently talking with James Mangan, who is the director of Beat the Streets Philadelphia. That thousand dollars, you know, is going to go a long way for those kids, mm. for sure. Um, I know they're getting a, a, they're putting together a team for Fargo. It's definitely going to pay for airfare and some lodging for those kids. Um, I, I was at that clinic that you were at, that you and Mark ran, and you're right. You could really see in those kids' eyes you know, how, uh, appreciative they were that you were even there. Yeah. They don't know. They, they probably, if I asked any of them, they probably wouldn't know that you were a two-time state champion, four-time all-American, 
but they do know that your name's David and you were there to help them. You know, and, and those kids who, who come from uh, underserved communities, you know, that's their world. That's, mm -hmm. that's their world championship. You know, to, they, they have somebody that's going to come in and help them. So what you, you know, you and Mark did that day, what you and Joey are doing uh, with this donation is, is huge, you know? Yeah. And there, that, that camp, like, or that, that clinic we did, like their, their hearts were so full and so pure. And I was, I was just, you know, I, I told, I told BJ and, and some of those guys, you know, whenever, you know, always reach out to me, whether it's through social media, if you guys ever need me to do anything like that was, you know, that was a huge, huge thing for me is coming to the PRTC was that community piece and to kind of give back to the sport that has helped me so much and is ultimately put me in the position that I am today. And, you know, that, that was just, you know, th those kids were, were amazing. And I was, I was just super grateful that they asked me to be a part of it. Um, at the end of the day, because that's that's the stuff that, you know, through the sport of wrestling, right? The wins, the losses, that stuff, you know, that's going to wash away someday, right? And, you know, that's the stuff that you ultimately remember. And that's the meaningful, the powerful stuff about wrestling. Yeah, it's a, it's a tight community, for sure. And it teaches a lot of life's lessons. You think you're going to be a coach one day? Yeah, Co Coach Slay asked me kind of what I wanted to do when I was done wrestling. I was like, all right, I still got a couple of years or a few years left in my, <laughs> I, I yeah. think. Um, but no, I, I just, I couldn't see myself getting out of the sport. Um, you know, I've talked with my family and friends about kind of what I wanted to do after wrestling. Because, right, let's face the realization, there's going to come a time and day whether I just don't want to wrestle anymore or my body can't go the extra mile. And um, I just, you know. I, I just, I couldn't see myself getting out of the sport that's helped me so much. And there's so much like, right. I can help the next guy or the next kid, whether it's a club college coach and high school coaching, right. Like I could have an impact on, on someone else's life. Right. Like I talk about my coaches that kind of put me in the position that I am today and whether they know it or not, like they're, I, they're the reason that I'm here today. And they would tell me, no, you did that. But I would tell them, no, like you are the reason that I'm here, that I'm able to do this as a living, that I'm able to, you know, go to Ukraine and Rome with my best friend, you know, and wrestle. It, it's like, those are, those are just lifelong memories. Uh, whether you win or lose the tournament, um, you know, those, those are the things that, you know, that are just super impactful and, you know, being a coach and, and teaching and learning and, helping another kid's dreams. That's, you know, it's, that, that, that's definitely, I think the, you know, where I want to, where I want to be being able to help being able to give back and, you know, help someone accomplish their goals. Right. That's, that's a good place to be. You know, that's a good life, you know, like you're right. Wins and losses, you know, they'll, they'll be gone, you know, but yeah. how, how, how can you make a difference in another person's life? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So well, I'll tell you what, thank you very much, David, for coming on. I mean, you're, you're awesome. You're, you're, you're my professional athlete, you know, in Philly, you know, you're, Philly, I don't care what you say. You're a Philly guy now. So I'm a Philly guy. I had a city of brotherly love. It welcomed yeah. me. It welcomed me in with open arms so far. And I'm super blessed. <laughs> what, what, what are some of the play real quick before we go, what are your, uh, what are some of the places you've been to downtown? Have you gone down into the city at all? Like deep into the city? 
Yeah, some restaurants. I like Elvez. Obviously, that was like uh, yes. everyone, everyone, everyone talked about that. Um, Pizzeria Vitri is pretty good. Yes. Um, it's not Jersey pizza, but it's good. Oh, better, um, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not better. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, where, where else did, did I really like? Uh, it's it's crazy, right? Like some of the food trucks. Like I got a cheesesteak from a food truck the other day, and it was. It was one of the better cheesesteaks I had in Philly. You just, there's so many, there's so many, you could just walk down literally any street. And well, it's know, funny, just, you know, it's funny you talk about the food trucks. Mark had made a post yeah, maybe two weeks ago about going to Jersey to get a uh, breakfast sandwich, you know, and I retweeted, I'm like, you just haven't been to the right food truck yet. Cause there's a lot of those food trucks down and, you know, deep in the city that, and it's like seven o'clock in the morning, you're smelling that bacon and, so much good food on the street there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, there's just, I mean, Philly, they, I think they say it's like the, the food city capital of, of the U S or like, it's just like, I mean, there's literally like anything you can, I mean, you've lived here way yeah. longer than I have, like anything you can imagine, like they have. And, uh, yeah, but I like to try and, you know, cook, cook as much as I can, especially during competition. Yeah. Um, Structure you know, your meals for sure. But yeah, definitely after, uh, you know, had a couple of cheesesteaks here for sure. A couple slices of pizza. The brunch spots are awesome here. Yeah. They're really good. So I just, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm loving Philly. And like I said, I'm, I'm super grateful that, you know, I live where I do. Right. Cool. All right, Dave. Thank you very much. We'll be in touch, buddy. And uh, let's go PRTC this weekend at U23s. And let's go, Joey. Yeah, good luck to the guys. Yeah. For sure. All right, Kevin. All right, I appreciate care, it. Thank you so much. All right, buddy. I'll see you. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Philly Wrestling. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment, subscribe, and stay tuned for more episodes. Until then, please enjoy Clementine, an original song from my favorite Philly band, Human Illusion. Oh.